Mike Dell's World number 237 for December 6, 2015. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be for you. It is now 8 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, and I've got the house to myself. i got the microphone, and I figured I would uh, record an episode, not for the sake of recording an episode, but to talk about a subject which I know probably half of you that listen to me will not agree with, and that's okay. I respect your opinion, or at least your right to have it. I, I may disagree, but I'm going to talk about gun control. Of course, the, with all the mass shootings, and and really the mass shootings that happen in the United States are not as uh, prevalent as the media will lead you to believe. Uh, I saw a stat that uh, you're, I forget what the stat was, but the U.S. was way below a lot of other countries when it comes to gun violence. And, you know, whether the stats are right or wrong, that's immaterial to my argument. And my argument is, no, we don't need any more restrictive gun laws. Uh Enforce the ones we have. I mean, a lot of these things that are on the books aren't really being enforced. Uh, the, you know, if you look at the San Bernardino one, first off, the media won't call it terrorism, but it's fairly clear now that it is, you know, terrorism. It might be domestic terrorism, but uh, it was definitely a radical Islamic ISIS inspired whether you know it was planned by them but it was obviously planned because you know they had pipe bombs and they were obviously planning this and you know the guy went to the christmas party to scope it out and then uh, came back armed and uh, took out a bunch of people i mean yeah that's extremely sad but the ironic part is california has the most restrictive gun laws or one of the more restrictive gun laws in the united states didn't help and it would never help and then i also hear uh, you know some of my australian friends you know they'll say well it worked here well yeah kind of sort of maybe but really all it does is disarm you know in australia in case you didn't know i believe back in 1995 they pretty much confiscate confiscated most privately held firearms and just you know took them away and made them illegal you know, and I'm sure there's a lot of people here that would like to do the same thing, but the problem is, you know, people are going to get guns regardless of how easy or hard they are to get. In fact, I, I'll bet you most of the criminals out there would uh, would love more restrictive gun laws because they don't pay attention to them anyway, and it makes it so that there's less of a chance that they're going to get shot at when they're pulling off their uh, crimes. You know, if there would have been one or two concealed carriers in that group who had their pistols with them, I mean, who knows? You know, they might have got shot right away and, you know, nothing would have changed, but there was a chance. And I don't often uh, quote Facebook uh, too much. Uh, You know, Facebook, for the most part, is kind of annoying. but. You know, when it comes to certain things, sometimes you uh, you do find a gem here. 
This one's from Brian Cremey. Uh, it's a quote, and he says, I stand behind you in line at a store with a smile on my face and a gun under my shirt, and you are none the wiser, yet you are safer for having me next to you. I won't shoot you. My gun won't pull its own trigger. It is securely holstered with the trigger covered. It can't just go off. However, rest assured, if a lunatic walks into the grocery store and pulls out a rifle, I will draw my pistol and protect myself and my family and therefore protect you and your family. I may freeze up. I may piss my pants. I may get shot before I can pull the trigger, but I won't die helpless, blubbering heap on the floor begging for my life or my child's life. I won't be a victim. I choose not to be. As for you, I don't ask you to carry a gun. If you are not comfortable, then please don't. But I would like to keep my right to choose not to be a helpless victim. There is evil in the world, and if evil has a gun, I want one too. And again, that's from uh, Brian Kemi or Karemi. <laughs> I don't know, C-E-R-N-Y, Cranny? <laughs> anyway, not not good at pronouncing the names, as you know, but uh, very uh, well put. I, you know, that's me. I don't expect you to carry a gun if you don't want to carry a gun. I don't expect you to like the fact that guns exist. You know, but but look at it this way. If we magically made every gun on the planet disappear... I mean, if we could just, you know, wave our magic wand and all guns disappear. Well, the next thing's going to be knives. You know, you look at Australia, you know, oh yeah, their their, uh, homicide rate with firearms has gone down. Has not gone to zero, but it has gone down. And, you know, you can't deny that. And they have not had a mass shooting since they banned all the guns. But they've had a big spike in knife-related homicide, which rivals the number of people that were killed with guns. So it's not really the gun. You know, it's 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 the criminal, it's the 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 whack job, the uh, the terrorist, the you know, it's it's the person. You know, we don't blame the car. When somebody intentionally drives their car into a crowd of people and kills a bunch of people and hurts a bunch of people, we blame the driver. And when an airplane crashes, we don't blame the airplane generally. We blame the maintenance worker who screwed something up, which caused it to break, or the engineer that designed something wrong, or the pilot most of the time gets the blame for uh, something they did or didn't do. But we don't blame the airplane. We don't ban the airplane. We don't bl- ban the cars. You know, and if, like I said, if we made all the guns disappear magically somehow, bad people will still do bad things. You know, they might use bombs. Bombs have been illegal pretty much forever. Complete ban on bombs. You know, you cannot go get a license to build a bomb unless you're the government which that's a whole nother thing, but you can't get a license to build a bomb, but yet people get bombed. So what makes you think that taking guns away is going to do the same thing? The, the, you know, the logic here escapes me. And, and like I said, I respect your 
opinion, and I, I respect the fact that uh, there are people out there that uh, do think the guns are the evil, but the guns aren't the evil. It's the uh, it's the person behind it, and you know, mental health is one of the big things. You know, yeah, somebody that can ha- can get a gun legally goes wacko and can do a lot of damage. I get it. But it's not the gun's fault, and it's not my fault. You know, I'm sitting here, uh, right here in my desk drawer, I have a, a loaded Glock. It's, and, you know, in, in my bedroom, I have a loaded shotgun. That's, uh, like I said, it's a whole other story, but, you know, when you need a gun, you need a gun. If someone comes busting through my door, me and or my wife, both know how to use that shotgun and we'll get to it and defend, you know, our home, our property. You know, anybody that might be here with us, we don't have a big family. We got a dog, a cat, me and my wife here now. But, you know, I would not hesitate if someone busts through my door to at least confront them with that shotgun. Same thing, you know, and I'm out and about, you know, I most of the time have a pistol on me, you know, not always and not, you know, I'm not a gun nut. That's the thing. I'm not a gun nut. You know, I don't have, you know, 50 guns, but I don't have any problem with people that have 50 guns. You know, it's, it's a hobby for a lot of people. It's not, you know, they're not building an arsenal to, to, uh, fight World War III. In most cases, there are some out there that are, but and more power to them. You know, as long as they're not uh, wacko, who cares? You know, it's just another tool. And I wrote an article on uh, Mike Dell's world uh, on the blog, and I'll uh, link to that again. But it's, uh, why do you need that gun? And, uh, you know, I was getting these questions from all these pro-gun control people. You know, what do you need that gun for? And here I'll read part of the article. Now, I hate reading, but, uh, you know, on Mike, but good anyway, especially when I read my own stuff because then I find mistakes and grammar and whatever, but I'll see what I can do. I've thought about the answer and I've come up with this. I don't know. I've always said a good answer to any question can be, I don't know. I don't know what I might need the gun for. In fact, I don't. The fact that I don't know doesn't mean that I shouldn't have it available. The fact that I don't know is the reason all by itself. Just like I don't know why I would need a fire extinguisher in my house. It could be that my furnace catches on fire. It could be that I forget something on the stove and it catches fire. I might need it to fight my way out of the house if the whole place goes up. I don't know. I might never need my gun. But if the need arises, it will be, I will be very happy that I do have it. In fact, it's my great hope that I never need my gun, just like the fire extinguisher or the life jacket that I wear you know, when I'm boating or the safety belt I wear when I climb up my ham radio tower or the spare tire I keep in my van. I hope I never need any of those things. My gun is just another tool that I may find handy someday. The fact that I own a gun and am licensed to carry that gun in public, out of sight, and can, if I choose, carry it in plain view 
without that license, you know, Michigan open carry is completely legal, does not mean I'm some sort of gun nut. It doesn't mean that I'm looking for a fight. It doesn't mean I'm paranoid. It just means I choose to have just one more tool for the things that I don't know might happen. For the record, I had to qualify for my license to conceal carry my gun by submitting my background to the state police and the FBI, along with my fingerprints. I had to authorize them to check my mental health status and judge my character at a county gun board meeting. Side note, they uh, have done away with the county gun boards, and now uh, the state police does all of that. But uh, anyway, I also had to complete a training course that included the laws and the rules for concealed carry, uh, safe gun handling, accurate shooting, spent a whole day at the range. It also requires me to practice to keep that license when it comes time to renew it. You, know, you have to uh, show that you have gone to the range and and shot a minimum number of rounds and uh, reviewed the laws and, and all that good stuff. But uh, back to the article, I, I am one of the good guys. The majority of gun owners in Michigan and in the U.S. are responsible and for the most part are the good guys. Now, there's some whack jobs in every crowd. Any restrictions you put on us lawful, responsible gun owners will not stop the kind of mass shootings that show up in the news from time to time. These events are sad, but if you notice, they mostly happen where lawful gun, where a lawful gun owner cannot carry their guns. You know, churches, schools, you know, uh, if you notice, most of these things happen in gun-free zones or in uh, places where uh, gun control is more strict. But you never see those kind of things at gun shows or gun shops or other places where lawful carry is common. My point is, I don't know, and neither do you. So, like I was saying, you know, you see all this uh, stuff in the news, you know, every time one of these things happen, the president comes out and says, we need to make common sense gun laws. You know what they mean when they say common sense gun laws? They mean nobody should have a gun except for the cops or the government. It's, It's just nuts. Yes, we are the only industrialized modern nation that has this liberal gun laws. And it's funny to use the word liberal and gun laws together, but that's it's what we've got. We have fairly liberal gun laws. But it's still more restrictive than the Second Amendment would have it be, but I'm okay with that. You know, fine. You, if it makes you feel better that I got to go through all this stuff to uh, legally carry my gun, I'm not that upset about that. You know, as long as there's a, a path for me to do do it legally. Because, you know, you don't, the more you make it illegal, then that just makes more criminals. You know, people that are doing what, you know, what I'm doing, you know, I, I, I have my gun, I have my gun license. I can carry it in public and do on occasion. I keep it in my vehicle probably most of the time, uh, you know, or on me. And like I said, I don't want to ballyhoo that fact. That's that's not the point. The point is I have that right and I have that responsibility, and, and it is a responsibility. And taking it away from me isn't going to help this problem. 
In fact, it would probably make this problem worse. In the state of Michigan, it used to be that uh, it was a may issue a gun permit if you apply. Now it's a shall issue. Unless they find a reason not to, you know, you get uh, your concealed carry permit. If you, uh, you know, tick all the boxes, take the training, your background is right, your mental health records are right, everything's good, you get the license and they're not allowed to to uh, restrict that. That happened in uh, 2000 when they uh, switched it to shall issue. And in that time, I believe there's somewhere around, I forget what they said, 150,000 legal uh, or 50,000 concealed carry permits in the state of Michigan. Also, open carry is legal without a permit. You don't need any permit. You need to get a permit to purchase, which is really just they do an extra background check when you uh, purchase a pistol in Michigan. So, you know, you need a little extra scrutiny there, and there's some other restrictions on where you can open carry without a, a concealed carry permit, and it's happening a lot more. There's a whole uh, group out there, uh, Michigan Open Carry, and they do it a lot, and, you know, I do it on occasions. You know, sometimes I, cl- uh, I conceal carry, sometimes I open carry, sometimes they do a little of both. You know, a lot of times when I'm concealed carrying and if I take my jacket off, then I'm open carrying and that's okay, you know, and it's nothing to be afraid of with civilians having guns. Now, granted, there are nutballs out there, but, uh, and criminals and the criminals aren't going to follow the law. They're going to conceal carry. They're not going to open carry. So if you see somebody walk around open carrying, it's, Nine times out of ten, unless they're actively committing a crime, they're the good guys. Because, you know, what uh, criminal is going to walk walk around with a uh, loaded pistol in a holster on his belt? When he's, you know, wanting to commit a crime, that just draws attention. You know, so chances are, if you see somebody open carrying, they're the good guys. Or at least they're not the bad guys. Put it that way. You know, I, I can't speak to the uh, to the uh, you know motivations of some people. There are some people out there that want to carry a gun just to to show off or to you know, be a big deal. Well, that's not me, and that's not most of us. So you know, when they start talking about, oh, we need to you know do more gun control. You know, like the whole magazine capacity thing. And we had that for 10 years where you couldn't have a magazine that uh, held more than than uh, 10 rounds. So the most you could carry in the gun would be 11 rounds because you have one in the chamber and 10 in the magazine. And it did nothing. In fact, when I uh, took my concealed carry license uh, de- you know, uh, class, we went to the range. You load up four magazines, and so I had, you know, 41 rounds ready to go. And, you know, hit one button, slap another mag in there, and keep firing. So that's not going to help. So, you know, why the big deal about that? If somebody wants to carry around 50 rounds in a, in a, in a big old uh, ugly magazine, well, 
It's just that. You know, the uh, assault weapons ban. Okay, first off, there is no such thing as an assault weapon. Okay, it just isn't. It's a rifle. Okay, it's black and it's got, you know, a pistol grip and, uh, you know, it looks mean. But it's no different than the .30-06 that I take deer hunting. You know, it's a rifle. A rifle's a rifle's a rifle. It's it's the look of it. You know, so, you know, these M16, well, M16s aren't civilian, but uh, the AR15s that uh, everybody, t- you know, shows pictures of and AK47s and all that stuff. They're more no more lethal than uh, than, you know, somebody's uh, good old uh, lever action 3030 or an automatic, uh, you know, deer rifle 30-06. A semi-automatic. And that's another thing. The media always gets semi-automatic and automatic messed up. Semi-automatic, all that means is pull the trigger once, one bullet comes out. Let it up, pull it again, another one comes out. You don't have to do anything. It's like an automatic transmission. You don't have to push the clutch in and, and move the lever for it to shift. It just shifts. Same same thing with semi-automatic. There's, you know, semi-automatic uh, pistols and rifles of, and shotguns have been around years, years and years and years. There's nothing, nothing fancy about that. But when the media says semi-automatic, what they really mean is a machine gun. Okay, that's fully automatic. And that means you hold the trigger down and uh, bullets keep coming out until you let up on the trigger or you run out of bullets. Okay, the thing about automatic weapons that people don't realize is they're not as deadly as you you might think. You know, unless you're you've, you've got it on a support and you got it mounted to something, it's going to climb on you. When I was in the military, we would shoot fully automatic and you really had to work really hard to keep on target. The the, the muzzle would climb up. And even the military has pretty much done away with the uh, fully automatic mode. On all the M16s, all you know, all the rifles that all the troops carry. Uh, now they're uh, in the uh, what used to be the automatic mode. It's a three-round burst, so it goes bang, bang, bang when you pull the trigger. You let up and you pull it again, and it goes bang, bang, bang. You know, instead of uh, just keeping you know going. Now you know, fully automatic works great on uh, fighter jets because you know they they can uh, they can keep it on target. They're they're not you know not as susceptible to uh, muzzle climb as uh, somebody holding a rifle. But that you know totally off the subject. So whenever you hear the word assault rifle or assault weapons, it's just a media made up thing. It's not an actual classification of a weapon there is no such thing as an assault rifle you know there's military style rifles you know and the military builds them that way they're they're flat black so you don't have to uh, worry about polishing them up and scuffing them up and all that in combat they're uh, they're utilitarian you know the some some of these deer rifles are really pretty you know they've got you know, a nice stock and all that stuff, and then they look less harmless, but they're just as deadly, or if not more. In fact, a lot of deer rifles are way more accurate than uh, an AR-15 or an AK-47. So, you know, just just look 
look a little sideways whenever you hear the media say uh, assault weapons. And same thing with the magazine capacity. You know, if you've got detachable magazines, you know, you can have 20 of them in your pocket or, in, you know, handy. And, you know, you can get off as many rounds as you need. And so really that's, you know, a non-issue. Now it's nice to not have to reload. You know, if you're in a situation, you got to fight your way out of somewhere, it's a whole lot easier if you've got 15 or 17 rounds without having to reload rather than restricted to 10. And, you know, it it's just one of those things. You know, if, if the bad guys are going to have guns, which they're going to have regardless of what the law is, then I want my right to have them too. And as I've said before, I'm not forcing that on you. You choose not to carry a gun, great. That's your choice. But I want the choice. I don't want, because you don't like the idea of carrying a gun, I don't want it to be that none of us can. Because I'm not going to hurt you unless you try to hurt me. And that's that's the bottom line. So sorry if this uh, wrangled some, you know, some of you up. Uh, you know, and if you disagree with me, fine. I, I get that, and I respect that. But you should also respect my right to uh, also have an opinion and my right to uh, protect myself. You know, as uh, on a comical note, I was always uh, told by uh, older people when I was younger that uh, you know why I carry a gun. And they'd say, no. And they'd say, because I'm too old to get my ass kicked. So, anyway, (laughs) with that, this has been Mike Dell's World. Agree or disagree? That's my opinion. I'm sticking to it.